the grand scheme of things, I, I can't complain. 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 Who's going to complain? Huh? Him? It's the I I'll Can do. Complain podcast. My name is John. I'm going to sit here and complain. Now, here is the star. The prize is right. Bob Barker. Bob Barker died this week at the age of 99. I know a lot of us thought that he was going to live a hell of a lot longer. I thought he had another 80 years in him, and I was wrong. He's dead. It goes to show you hosting a daytime game show is much more stressful than it appears. The man's dead. Welcome to The Price is Right. Thank you. Thank you for that wonderful welcome. Right there is the first item up for bids today. A challenging bumper pool table. Rest in peace, Bob Barker. I lost a part of my childhood this week. In the 1990s, when I was sick at home, nobody was there for me. My mom wasn't there for me. My dad was already dead. And guess who was there to comfort me? Good old Bob Barker. Bob Barker taught me that it's very cool to keep a gaggle of hot broads around you. In many ways, I used to think as a child, that's what it meant to truly make it. You'd be giving away cars, and there'd be just a stable of hot women around you at all times. I guess I still think that, to be honest with you. That man was living the American dream on CBS from 11 until noon, Monday through Friday, for decades. He gave away more cars and furniture than Jeff Bezos did after the divorce settlement. As a kid, Bob Barker made me want a jet ski in the worst way, and I lived in Ohio. There wasn't any water around except the dirty Ohio River. And I had a dream of owning a Ski-Doo one day. I'll miss Bob Barker, I truly will, because nobody made American consumerism look so good as he did. So I think it's time that we pay Bob Barker the respect that he deserves. This week, when you're driving around your local city and you see somebody driving a 1997 Buick LeSabre, and you take a look at them, and you figure that they've never worked a day in their life, and you don't know how they got that Buick LeSabre, Well, you can thank Bob Barker for that. He gave jet skis to people who didn't have an ocean to ride them in. And he gave Buick LeSabres to people who never could have afforded one. Rest in peace, Bob Barker. No bullshit, though. He really did reign over American consumerism when it was at its peak in the 1990s. Back when people were reckless with their vehicles. It's been raining a lot here lately, and I was driving around last night. I've noticed that people drive much slower and safer in the rain than they used to. They used to be reckless, guys. You used to get a nice pop-up rain shower, and people used it as an opportunity to put their lives on the line, and they're not doing that anymore. This week, I learned that the average new car price in America is $27,000. People were a little too cautious because the cars are a little too expensive. Detroit used to pump these motherfuckers out at unprecedented rates, And we didn't care about our cars. Now everybody cares about their cars. Everybody wants to do the speed limit and drive safely. And I say, fuck that. It used to be it rained and the roads got slick and you sped up just a little bit more. Maybe you saw your neighbor that you don't really like and you decided to clip her just for fun. You knew the blood would wash off and that good old Detroit steel wouldn't dent. Nowadays, everybody's just concerned about safety. Everybody wants to go the speed limit. And I say, fuck that. Exceed the speed limit in the rain, goddammit. Somebody's got to take a chance. Nobody's taking a chance anymore. Everybody just pays attention to warning labels now. There's warning labels on everything. I see all these warning labels on products saying that they're known to the state of California to cause cancer. 
Why are these products only causing cancer in California? You ever think about that? Why are Californians so weak? They cause cancer in California. Meanwhile, you cross the state lines into Nevada and evidently they don't cause cancer. It seems like everything's either got a warning label on it or a Bible verse. Local regional fast food chains like Cookout and In-N-Out, they put Bible verses on their cups and their products. In a way, I think if you put Bible verses on your packaging, I think that is like a warning label. They're pretty much telling me that their food's going to send me to an early grave. Like, your heathen ass better repent now because this triple bacon cheeseburger, it's about to finish off what God started. I'm like, man, I've been on a Coke bender for three days. I'm just trying to pound 2,000 calories and then finally go to sleep. We don't need to bring God into this. The idea of anybody watching me, much less God watching me, consume 8,000 calories worth of hamburgers and onion rings alone in my car at the age of 35. That scares me. I don't need anybody to see me when I'm at my worst, and I'm at my worst when I'm pounding fast food alone in my car. I don't really do that very much, but a lot of people do, and I don't think that they need to be watched by God when they do that. That needs to be off limits. I'm like, God, you already watched me take a shit this morning. Can I just have a few minutes alone in my car to consume fast food? Without being reminded that you're always watching me? It's creepy, man. It's just creepy. I have noticed your ass has been expanding rapidly recently. My ass is not expanding rapidly, Jessica. And if it is, it's because you're feeding me schnitzel from under the table. From under the desk like you did last week. Oh, you poor bastard. Too dumb to even realize you're getting fat as fuck. I'm not that dumb, Jessica. I'm actually somewhat intelligent, but not intelligent enough to really realize what's going on. That's my theory. I have a theory that really dumb people and really smart people enjoy themselves more. Because the really dumb people, they're dumb enough to laugh at a guy coming out of a bathroom with toilet paper on his shoes. Meanwhile, really smart people, let's take someone with a deep understanding of astrophysics, they're smart enough to understand the layers of complexity that are amazing. They're just amazed by everything around them because they understand the physics that power everything. What you don't want to be is somewhere in the middle. That's where I am. You don't want to be intellectually honed in a way where you can't laugh at a guy shitting at himself, but at the same time, you don't really realize how amazing the world and the ecosystem is around you. Yeah, I don't know what any... I don't know what the fuck any of that means, man. Shut up, Jessica. I'm talking about astrophysics. Oh, I I know all about that. I remember taking astrophysics education in school. I used to climb ropes and balance on the balance beam. That's not astrophysics. That's physical education, Jessica. You were in gym class. Yeah, well, it doesn't look like you've been in gym class much. Your ass is getting fat. How about you step on the scale? I was wondering why you brought that scale in here. She wants to weigh me live on the air. I swear, sometimes you try and make my life a living hell. You guys don't know this, but she tried to sneak nudes onto the Patreon this week. She tried to slip... (laughs) <laughs> she tried to slip a few illicit photos onto the Patreon. I had to shut that down. What do you think it is, an OnlyFans? You gonna get on the scale or not, fat ass? Well, I have to move the microphone. Hold on, let's take a break, and when we come back, Jessica's producing today for the first time. She thinks she has complete control over the program. Jessica, send us to a break, and when we come back, I'll weigh myself live on the air. You're listening to the I Can Complain podcast. We'll be right back. Добро пожаловать на подкаст. Я могу пожаловаться. Спонсируем эфир вашим ремонтером. And we're clear. Jessica, can you grab the makeup? I need you to put some makeup on me. I know we're not on camera, but you know I like to look good.
I don't think this show's going very well. It's not going very well today. Yeah, if you thought the shooting in Jacksonville was bad, try listening to this show. It's worse than the shooting. God damn it. Do you want me to put a little rouge on you? I would like a little rouge. Thank you, Jessica. That cheered me up. Thank you. This makeup makes me feel good. It makes me feel good about myself. I was looking at these Patreon numbers. God damn, I have the cheapest listeners in the world. These numbers are awful. Most of them can't even afford a Patreon, Jessica. Do they even work? Where did I find these people? Yeah, that's why I tried to sneak some nudes on there, man. You gotta gotta give them what they want. Yeah, maybe I will let you post those nudes on the Patreon. That would be cool, wouldn't it? Yeah, man, mama. Mama wants to slip a few titty shots on the Patreon. Are we ready? Do you have the scale? Yeah, we're ready. The scale's here. The microphone's ready to go. We're ready to go. We appreciate your patience during this brief delay. We're back. You're listening to the I Can Complain podcast presented by Pure Russian Rainwater. And I'm about to step on the scale. I've weighed anywhere from 160 pounds up to 250 pounds in my life. I think I've lost weight recently. Jessica begs to differ. I'm now over the scale. I've got sweatpants on and a hoodie right now. So I don't know what I'm going to weigh. Hopefully it's under 200, but who the hell knows? I'm on the scale. That, that cannot be accurate. It says I weigh 250 pounds, Jessica. Yeah, this scale's fucked up. It's because we're measuring it on a carpet, I think. God damn it. It's all carpeted in here. I'm going to have to go to the bathroom. Is this going to reach to the bathroom? Fuck me. Go to the bathroom and weigh yourself and I'll hold down the fort here. He's walking to the bathroom now. He's stepping on the scale. What do you weigh? 204. What was that? 204 fucking pounds, Jessica. Oh, so you have gained a little weight. Yes, I've gained a little weight. I guess I'm over 200 again. Fuck me. You were right. My ass is expanding. See, I told you, expanding rapidly. Even if you won that ski-do on The Price is Right, your fat ass couldn't even fit on it. Get the fuck out of here. Go back under the desk and stop trying to post nudes on the Patreon. That's not going to work. I'll never allow nudes on the Patreon. In other news, there was a shooting in Jacksonville, Florida, a racially motivated shooting, and of course our thoughts are with the victims there. It's an unfortunate incident that never should have occurred. The worst possible incident that you could imagine, other than a hurricane hitting the state and killing lots of people, which might happen. Loyal listeners to this program will know that we're a very compassionate show. Last time a hurricane almost hit Florida, this is how it sounded. It's an I can't complain flashback. Shut up and get under that desk, Jessica. God damn. And it might be time to admit that we don't care about Florida. Most Americans are more concerned right now about just keeping the storm out of the Gulf and away from the oil. Let's be real. We'd rather see this storm crash into the Florida Keys and cause devastation. Countless number of lives can be lost as long as we don't see a three cent price increase on gasoline. If you're in Atlanta, you better hope right now that this kills people in Florida and stays away from the refineries. You're going to be paying a nickel more at the pump and you're just going to shake your head and you're going to say, God damn, I wish this storm would have taken out a bunch of Floridians because I don't give a fuck about them. Get ready to admit to yourself that you don't care about anyone else All right, that's not quite as compassionate as I remember it being at the time. As long as my gas prices aren't affected, I don't really care about Tampa Bay, Florida. I have to be honest with you guys, 
I've been a lot of places in my life, and I've never been to a shithole quite as depressing as Tampa, Florida. It's the worst. (laughs) I hope nobody dies, but at the same time, I don't want my gas prices to go up. Please, can you just make landfall and stay away from the Gulf? That's all I ask. The tropics are heating up, though, but it's far from the most dangerous place in the world. The most dangerous place in the world is still Russia. No other comedy podcast out there, and I can say this for a fact, no other comedy podcast out there has milked this Russian situation for all it's worth more than the I Can Complain podcast. That being said, I don't even think that I have any jokes about this situation with Perkozin being shot out of the air. His plane crashed. He was the leader of the Wagner Group. If you listen to this show, you know all about him by now. He was a marked man ever since he tried to rebel against Vladimir Putin. He was offered asylum in Belarus, and he didn't even take it. He was big dicking it around Russia, acting like he was in charge, when he should have known damn well that he wasn't in charge. His plane crashed this week, and I say crashed. What I really mean to say is his plane was shot down by Vladimir Putin. That's the only conclusion that I can draw. And I just got an update on my phone. It says, missile strike theory for Perkozin plane crash. Inaccurate, according to the U.S. Pentagon. Yeah, my ass. That man was directly shot down by Vladimir Putin. There's no other explanation. You can't talk like this, man. We're going to have to go to a pure Russian rainwater commercial. Jessica, I'm trying to use my free speech. It's my show. Why don't I have free speech? Yeah, you're bought and sold by the Russians, bitch. Mr. Rainwater says pure Russian rainwater time. Friends, it's John here. For pure Russian rainwater. Ah, yes, pure Russian rainwater. When it's got to be 94% pure, it's got to be pure Russian rainwater. The dictator's choice since 1997. This week, I have a special message from Mr. Rainwater himself. It says, Sometimes mistakes happen. Sometimes planes fall out of the sky randomly, and nobody's to blame. Yes, sometimes mistakes really do happen. Well, one thing that's never a mistake is picking up a case of pure Russian rainwater. Pure Russian rainwater. Suspiciously delicious. And no, there's no need to investigate. A headline from CNN this week caught my eye. It says, newly declassified U.S. intel claims Russia is laundering propaganda through unwitting Westerners. That can't be true, can it? That, that, That can't be true. Hey, man, the shrine's almost finished. The shrine? Yeah, you asked me to... Erect a shrine of Vladimir Putin under the desk here. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. How's the shrine going? It's almost finished. Yeah, well, make sure it looks better than the Donald Trump mugshot. Man, that shit scared me, guys. This Donald Trump mugshot looks like... it. Honestly, it looks like someone with dementia. It reminded me a little bit of Junior from The Sopranos when he's out of his mind at the end of the show and he's just in the, the home. He's in the old folks' home. And Tony goes to see him, and it's clear that he doesn't know where he is or what's going on anymore. I know Donald Trump actually is not totally brain dead yet, but based on that mugshot, man, he looks like an angry son of a bitch. But I don't want to dwell on that. There's so much positive news to go around this week. We've got Donald Trump taking pictures, hurricanes hitting Florida. It says North Koreans will allow its citizens abroad to return home. A sign of further easing of pandemic curbs? North Koreans can finally go back home to the greatest country on Earth. That's something to celebrate. I know they've just been eagerly waiting to get back into North Korea. All jokes aside, though, North Korea will put your ass to work. 
There's nobody in North Korea that's going without work. They're the first to chain you to a wall and make sure that you work 18 hours a day. Which is something I can't say about the Chinese. The curse of 35. In China, millennials are already too old for some employers. Now, we see this in America with senior citizens, but in China, evidently, once you're 35 years old, you're no longer of use. According to this article on China, if you're over the age of 35, you should give up your dreams of working at a hotel or becoming a monk, because they won't take your ass. You've got to be young and vibrant or they don't want you. A quote from the article says they prefer the young ones. After all, I might get married and have kids in their eyes. Even though I tell them I do not intend to get married, they won't believe it. Well, hell no, they won't believe it. Have you seen the Chinese population? It gets bigger and bigger every year. How many fucking people live over there? It's billions and billions and billions of people. You're competing with billions of people for a job. How's that going to work? It's not going to work well. There's just too many people over there. That's the reality of the situation. They need someone to tell them what they need to hear. I guess they don't have anyone like that. Me, though? I don't have any kids. I don't have any kids because I grew up in the 90s with a man that told me the truth. Bob Barker, reminding you, help control the pet population. Have your pet spayed or neutered. Goodbye, everybody. It's summertime, which means it's carnival season. I had a friend this week. He said they blocked off a parking lot. They're not letting anybody park there. I said, that's why I travel around with a spare roll of raffle tickets and yellow tape on me at all times. I'm ready to set up impromptu parking at a moment's notice. I'll take over your parking lot and I'll sell every last parking space. And then I'll dip out before the cops arrive. I don't give a fuck. I've been thinking about setting up my own impromptu carnival. Completely unregulated. I'm bringing in carnies from out of state. Bye. <laughs> the next Tucker fucking Carlson or Rush Limbaugh, John. I think you could. This tilt-a-whirl hasn't been inspected since 1988, but your kids can ride on it at my carnival. I don't give a fuck. I think you could. YouTube keeps pushing this smoked lobster video on me. They want me to watch a video about somebody smoking a lobster. I don't own a smoker and I don't have any lobster. I'm a working class man. I'm out here eating Subway. Evidently, I didn't win the free Subway for life, by the way. But that doesn't mean I can't change my name to Subway. The joke's on them. I'm changing my name to Subway anyway. My middle name's gonna be Footlong. Call me Subway Footlong. <laughs> and as for Big Bird, you need to go back to Sesame Street, buddy. Cause you're... <laughs> Thank you for listening to the I Can Complain podcast, ruining the internet one download at a time. Consider supporting me and the show by joining the Patreon link in the description. This podcast is found everywhere that you find podcasts and even some places where you don't find podcasts. And I have an exciting new announcement. We're evidently on Pandora now. I know I've told them to go fuck themselves multiple times in the past, but we're on there now. We're taking over Pandora and you can't stop us. To my listeners in Florida, you got to get the fuck out of there. Not because of the hurricane. Just use it as an excuse to leave that godforsaken place. North Korea is open for business, evidently. Move there. Fuck me. 
I can't believe I weigh 204 pounds. You're Do you ass. love me? Do I love you? We just met a couple of minutes ago. For all I know, you might be a pot-smoking, jaded, wild-eyed, radical dropout. I am I'm a pot-smoking, jaded, wild-eyed, radical dropout. I love you. Oh, yeah. Nope, 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 nope.